Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and this week I sat down with Tim, or as you may know him, Bosk's Bounty, to chat a little bit about the Walmart exclusive woes, some hopes and dreams for TVC, and as well as have some laughs. I'll keep this intro super brief, but we recorded this episode shortly before the Hasbro reveals last Wednesday, uh, so we didn't get a chance to jump into talking about those, uh, at least for now. Uh, kind of have a couple things going on in my personal life outside of SWTVC. Uh, I know, that's a shocker. There's a life outside TVC. Mm. <laughs> it weirds me out too. Don't worry about it. Uh, long story short, I missed getting this episode out on time last Wednesday, uh, so that said, We've recorded some great content over the last week or so. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and call this up uh, this week. Sorry, not this episode this week, a podcast pod blast where there's not one episode this week, but two or maybe even three before the week is up. All right. Anyway, that's the little intro for this week. Sorry, it's a little short, a uh, little, uh, you know, loosey goosey. But that's what I got for you guys this week. Uh, I'm excited for you to listen to my chat with Bosk's Bounty. Well, Tim, welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you for uh, doing this with me this morning or this afternoon for you. Uh, I really appreciate you. I think you're our first return guest uh, since you're, uh, I think you were one of the first guests that we had. Uh, on the first season, air quotes, of the show, uh, talking about the Finish the 96 stuff. I believe we chatted about A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Um, but man, that was all those ages ago back in February. And boy, how the world has changed since then. Um, so yeah, just uh, I'm glad I get to be able to chat with you. And uh, is there uh, uh, any updates on your end? How's life going, Tim? Uh, how's the channel? How's How's collecting been? How's just... How's everything going? <laughs> well, as you say, it's uh, it seems like ages ago that we talked, really, doesn't it? But I, it I guess it's I guess it's not really that long ago. But um, yeah, it's just it's just I, I think it's been quite a good year for collecting. Obviously, there's been a few issues here and there, but um, you know, I've managed to get everything that I've wanted, I guess, and uh, pleased with pleased with the way things are going in terms of reveals and the future and what have you. But um, yeah, I just want just want more to come really i'm with you there i think uh that's our that's our modest operandi uh i totally butchered the pronunciation of that it's uh 6 13 <laughs> in the morning for me though so it's okay uh yeah the the we want to we always want more of course uh i'm sitting here i know everybody's just getting uh, at the time of recording this a lot of folks are getting the um ahsoka wave a lot of pre-orders are starting to trickle through for that um i know we've chatted about it um you you've had that wave for quite a while correct yeah, somebody very kindly sent me them from Singapore, which was, oh, okay. um, I was on, I think I was on a live stream at the time, and we were talking about that wave, and some guy said that he'd, he'd already got them. And <laughs> I, I just joked, well, I said, you know, I'm happy to pay for you to ship me over if you, if you want, because I, I, like I like to get them uh, as early as possible for the channel, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a race or anything, but I think it's just nice to be able to sort of preview what's coming for people and what have you, and, and also give give my opinion as well as one of the first person to people people to give the opinion because you're not swayed by other people's opinions and if you've watched other reviews and and things like that so it's it's it really is like a an initial response to how you feel about the figures you know 
Oh, totally. Um, right. So yeah, I was very, very lucky to get that wave. Oh, maybe, maybe a month or so ago now, maybe a bit longer, but um, very, very good wave. Uh, of course, we've got the repack of uh, Echo, but apart from that, three really good figures in in my mind. Two great Clone Wars figures, and of course, the the Jawas, you know, very handy indeed. I uh, I've heard good things. <laughs> I know in one of our <laughs> chats, you've uh, probably noticed me doing the daily check in of uh, I, I pre-ordered them from literally everywhere, uh, pretty much on the date that they went live to pre-order on January 29th. And uh, oh, the farthest I've gotten was Amazon uh, just sent me two Ahsokas and they got lost in the mail. I got a notification from UPS yesterday that they weren't going to be showing up. So uh, <laughs> that's how that went. So I need, uh, what I'm saying is we need more listeners from Singapore uh, <laughs> so that I can get these figures finally. But I do have the Jawa, uh, thanks to um, uh, my friends, the Quarters, uh, CTO Collectibles, and, um, or no, the Purge Trooper from them. And then I got the Jawa from somewhere else. I don't know. I think I got one from them. Great, I can... <laughs> Again, I think that's kind of been the the life of collecting is trying to keep track of pre-orders. We've got yeah. how many around at any given time? Um, but yeah, well, that, has, has oh sorry, Tim. Sorry. Uh, well, that that wave was delayed over in the UK as well, so it wasn't a case of um, you know the, the the guys in the US were the only ones to suffer there. I mean, I think that wave was due to land in in July over here, and it's only just arriving for people that pre-ordered from the usual. Uh, retail outlets that we have over here okay they are just starting to show up in store as well in in smith's which is kind of like toys r us i guess over here um so yeah it was i think it was like a a worldwide thing apart from maybe the far east where you know probably their proximity to the to the um where they actually get made (laughs) to the factories and what have you it probably helps them a little bit you know yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't have to uh, cross the Atlantic necessarily uh, mm. to get to you guys. Um, yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask was how that was hitting over uh, in your neck of the woods. So that's uh, kind of encouraging to hear that we're kind of on a similar uh, similar schedule here when it comes to those. Um, the uh, the Jawa I do have actually in hand. So I do, I do quite like that figure, even though it doesn't have um, great or any leg articulation, but I, I thought the soft goods were really great. So I'm very excited for Ahsoka and Maul. Uh, fingers crossed that one of my pre-orders finally happens <laughs> so that I can join the club of those. <laughs> um, we did just get here stateside the um, latest run of the uh, LFL 50th um, figures, the, the Death Star droid, the Endor Luke, and the Tuscan Raider. And those were, I, I know, um, our, my pal Lewis, who's, uh, SWTVC Lewis said that you guys got those a while ago. Uh, and I, I think I saw that you talking about them. I think it was maybe only a couple of weeks ago. I was think it, it was only a couple of weeks. Yeah. I think it's probably maybe two or three weeks ago, maybe, maybe a bit longer, but I say it on the show a lot. It's time is a flat circle. Again, those, those, those seem to be hitting uh, Europe, like mainland Europe before us. So like places in Denmark, because obviously when we go onto our eBay, for example, we can see lots of sellers in Europe, Germany, Denmark, places like that, uh, Scandinavia, that they, they all seem to be getting them before us. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think maybe three or four weeks that we've, we've had those 
and I understand obviously we'll, we'll probably talk about this now but yeah you know I've seen some pretty 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 bad horror stories in terms of the you know the condition that they're turning up in for you guys yeah uh, I was gonna ask how those how's, how those showed up for you guys well they showed up really well except I mean the, the fact that the uh, cardstock is at its thinnest that it's ever been and luckily they are going to be uh you know rectifying that part of it yeah i think 50 percent of mine do have a very very th- thin crease where the above the punch tab um but but very 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 slight you can hardly see it in the light you can see it but of course you know when you're a, a nitpicky uh carded collector you're still annoyed about that um of course nothing compared to what they've been arriving for you guys which you know, let's face it, if a feather hit those cards, they're going to bend, aren't they? So yeah. Um, if, you know, the way they're being packed in jiffy bags and boxes that are too small, I mean, it, it's got to be said, it, it's disgraceful, really. I mean, it's, yeah. I just don't know why they can't get it right. I, I, I joked about it in the chat. I think I sent a picture because uh, John Miko does the one hand bubble crush and twist. Uh, <laughs> a couple of my Tuscans showed up uh, about halfway through that process already. So <laughs> I didn't need to exert extra energy. Uh, I found a loose gaffy stick in my one of my boxes. Uh, I was glad I checked before I threw them away. They were mangled. I ordered 10 Tuscans, four Luke and four of the Death Star droid. And out of those... Two Tuscans showed up in decent condition, as in I, I have one in a star case, and only I know that there's a little crease on one of the corners. Uh, and then one Luke and one Death Star droid showed up with cards that were okay. Amazingly enough, we didn't, uh, at least on mine, I didn't have a whole lot of the veining issues above the punch. Uh, but even if I did, I wouldn't have really noticed on many of them because they were either folded in half or crunched or completely warped. Um, yeah, this is it, it, it. Nightmare flashbacks to round one of these from Walmart with the the Leia Paplu wave. Uh, those were a gamble. So that's kind of you know I, I people like you and me know, and a lot of us in the chat. Uh, and a lot of folks who've done this rodeo a bunch know that you, you know, try to order a few just in case. And, you know, not everybody's able to do that. And man, ordering an exclusive figure uh, shouldn't be a gamble of whether or not you're going to get a thrashed product or, or one that's acceptable. Yeah. It's, you know, of, of course I'm in the UK and the ones that I order are from very respected um, retailers that have been going for years. They've, you know they've always sorted us out over the years way way before we had hasbro uk so they're having to import a lot of stuff you know um so for me it doesn't really affect me so much but i do know and recognize that you know 60 70 percent of my audience on youtube and social media are from the states and i can only sort of empathize with them really and and just say like you know if it was me i would not be happy and um all i can do with my voice in the in the sort of collecting sphere is is try and voice it as loud as i can but it's you know i think as you know that it has been brought up before with hasbro and it has been discussed before i i think i don't want to name names but i think if i was gonna i think it was victoria that may have asked the question about 
um, the packaging in the last rounds of uh, of, of the Q and A's. And with those Q and A's, it's it's funny because you have to submit your questions beforehand, and they have to pertain to the recent reveals. It's not really designed for you to sort of go in hard and, and, and criticize them. You know, it's it's difficult because you want that is an opportunity for you to talk talk directly to Hasbro, but you're not really allowed to because it because it is supposed to be centered around the most recent reveals from from previous live streams and whatever. So to sneak a question in like that is good. Obviously I think they need to be made aware and they need to um sort it out ultimately. Um but of course this new round of 50th anniversary figures it doesn't seem like they have sorted anything out. So no, uh, not at all. I Well, first off, congratulations on uh, participating in the Hasbro Q&As. I know last time we chatted, that was not something you were doing yet. So that's a big, uh, big step up. And uh, it's always awesome to see someone in the community that uh, I know get to be able to uh, do cool things like that. So congrats. Um you've worked you've worked hard for it yeah i mean i've I've done i've done two of them now so um and you know the first one it was quite a nerve-wracking thing being with all the other sort of creators that have done it for for years i was a lot more relaxed on the second one and uh but both times i think i sort of tried to push the boundaries of what i what i could ask and you've got to be also careful with those because obviously you don't want to get the the classic answer of well we haven't revealed anything yet and we can't talk about that right at this moment you know so there's never any point asking about future releases or in terms of like named characters so you've got to sort of try and get a bit of information out of them as much as you can about you know maybe future plans around certain media certain reveals yeah 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 Yeah, i I, i've noticed that where you can kind of uh i've noticed that they kind of can be led into um not revealing anything but uh, at least being made aware of of where we're at as collectors and i think that's really the value of a lot of the q a stuff is that folks like yourself and and victoria and the others that get to do those are able to you know be there to ask the questions and talk about the new product with them um but also be able to kind of voice concerns based on the patterns of how this goes, uh, you know, at the previous Q and a asking about the card back stuff with like Walmart, where it's like, Oh, cool. We've got more of these figures revealed. Will they be handled better than this previous wave that showed up destroyed? Mm. The answer is obviously no, but, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think even though they've addressed that and saying that the card stock is going to be thicker moving forward. I'm curious which, which wave that's going to start with. I have a feeling it'll be the Bo-Katan wave or maybe that's too soon. Um, I, I, I do think though that thicker card stock will only solve some of the problems. Uh, but when our figures are treated like it's a meat packing plant, uh, it doesn't matter how thick that card is. Uh, no. Someone folding it into a box is still folding it into a box. So yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think they'll own, you know, the, the thicker card stock will help, you know, when they're hanging on the pegs. Absolutely. And, It'll definitely and, reduce that veining near the, yeah, car, near the punch. And yeah. Just things like that. But you know, if someone's ramming it into a box, then you've got no hope. Yeah. And uh, same with bubble mailers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bubble mailers not going to save it, but uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I count myself lucky. I know there are folks who ordered more of these than I did and didn't get acceptable samples of them. Um, 
I'm, I'm glad that I did, uh, get those. So I count myself lucky on that front. Uh, but I did order extra Tuscan Raiders intentionally because I wanted to have a little bit of a tribe going, but now I'm just kind of thinking I'm going to be returning quite a few of them, uh, not only due to damage of the card cosmetically, but there has been an alarming, uh, quality control issue with that figure, uh, that's been doing the rounds, yeah. um, about the wrists. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I was one of the first to review it on YouTube, um, possibly, and you know, I, I never want to hide anything from my viewers in, in my reviews and, um, off, off camera when I was like sort of posing them or whatever, the hand fell off. So, you know, mm. I stopped the recording, restarted and said, by the way, while I was trying to pose the figure, the hand fell off and the head won't move. Um, I, I felt while I was trying to move the head that it was almost twisting the neck rather than the head on the ball. Um, you know, so I mean, a, a lot of people are saying that maybe the the paint was something was coated on the paint and then it was put on, and it's it's that's why it's dried like that. And you know, people are saying put it in boiling water. I, I, it always makes me laugh when say, oh, all you need to do is put it in boiling water, man. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't have I shouldn't have to do that. No, it's 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 not a video game. You should you, you already bought the product. You shouldn't have to yeah. buy the uh, the perks of articulation as you go. No, that's, so you know and. People that do like paint touch-ups and things like that's fair enough if they want, you know, if they've got a figure that's, you know, the paint's gone a bit wonky or whatever. And, you know, that's that's another matter entirely. But in terms of, like, actually being able to turn the figure's head, I mm-hmm. should not have to be, like, getting the kettle on, you know? I was thinking that last night as I had opened the Tuscan, I was I thought, how bad can it be? Because, you know, you hear some of these, these reviews or uh, cautionary things, like, oh, maybe they got a bad sample. But then I started seeing more and more uh, photos and, uh, issues that people were having with that. And I still kind of thought, okay, well, how bad is it? Maybe, you know, not that I'm anything special. I'm a, you know, big old uncoordinated, uh, you know, thick fingered idiot. Uh, (laughs) but I, I got mine open and I, I touched the hands and I just tried it a little bit and I thought, oh my God, that's, that's just going to pop right off. Like it's just going to twist right off and the head wouldn't move. I got that exact feeling you did of, it just felt like it was twisting the plastic in the joint, not, you know, moving on the joint. Astounding. It's astounding that that, that that's happened. They are, I don't know. I, I, I really like the aesthetic of that figure. I think the soft goods are great, but it is really disheartening that, you know, for premium collector line, uh, one, not only are they showing up in horrible condition cosmetically, you know, then when you open them up, you can't even really enjoy all the things that the figure has to offer in terms of articulation. And it's, it's basically a little mini statue. I I've got mine posed a little bit, but very awkwardly since I didn't, you know, have a chance to warm it up or anything and try to loosen those joints. Uh, so I, I tried to disguise that with the soft goods and some of the leg articulation making look like, you know, some kind of Kenner run of, yeah. uh, you know, back to the five POA and the arms at least. I don't know. I, I'm with you though. It shouldn't be, uh, there shouldn't be extra steps once you get the figure in hand in order to make it uh, no. actually work. So and I, I was kind of hoping that it was just my sample and maybe I had an early sample or something and, you know, they'd caught it early and maybe some of the other ones. Had, and then, you know, 
but at the same time it's like it's and it's like with anything it's and, and the same with the packaging issue i mean i i do believe there is a packaging issue a, a big issue because mm-hmm. pretty much everybody i know has had them turn up in terrible condition yeah. you never really hear about the ones that turn up in in good condition you know so it's it's always trying to work out how many you know i think with that it's definitely the majority are turning up the you know in, in awful condition with the with the with the head and the the hands i i don't know you see it, it's one of those things you see it a lot again but you don't you know nobody's going to go onto the internet onto um instagram and go oh look the head and the hand on mine are perfect you know they don't you only ever sort of voice it when something's wrong so i i guess i guess it's trying to work out how much of a problem it really is on that figure yeah it's i I will say though i you you cast a wide net you have a lot of followers a lot of viewers um and and you know a lot of people and and also everybody that i've talked to also has had these same issues so it is one of those just even with the small sample size uh statistically uh, it's not in it's not in our favor for it actually no. show, for having them show up in decent condition for many uh, i mean heck out of my 18 figures four arrived acceptable that's what a 23% success rate there uh, uh crazy i I don't know. I I'm also disheartened though by the issues with the Tuscan, uh, especially because you know imagine people just who aren't necessarily in our 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 uh, social media circles, people who may not follow you, people who may not follow uh, SWTVC, people who may not be on the in on the inside of the hobby on the social media, but uh, are just casually or you know enthusiastically collecting. Uh, just outside of that or picking things up and what a bad look that is for you know if someone just casually buys a $13 figure $14 figure and opens it up and it breaks instantly uh are they going to come back for more vintage collection probably not so that is if they find these <laughs> so yeah that is that is true and that is that is worrying yeah yeah i mean i think it's you know there's no excuse basically it's basic um quality control you know so it's a shame and you know obviously it's also a shame because it is an army building figure so potentially people are going to be buying you know like some people as you say might buy three four to make sure that they get at least one mint on card condition but there's also going to be people like uh you know tyler for example that might (laughs) buy that might buy 10 15 tuscan raidens for for an army purposes and if the actual figure isn't isn't great then that's yeah that's really not good it's a total wash <laughs> you you lose completely i and 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 that too is it's not these this hobby isn't cheap these figures aren't cheap and you know not everyone can just afford the luxury of uh, the air quotes luxury of ordering tons of the same thing in hopes of getting something you know good so whether or not they return the rest or sell the rest or trade the rest or whatever uh i don't know i the good on that figure uh the soft goods i like the soft goods (laughs) and that's yeah that's where i'm at i'm i'm hoping i mean obviously i know you'd said that you'd hoped that maybe it was your sample and they caught it early enough in the run um I was thinking about it where since this is such a widespread problem, you know, hopefully they can 
at least because there's nothing they can do about the you know thousands and thousands they've shipped out already but I, i'm curious if they can you know take that same tuscan and kill a couple birds with uh, one stone here and uh on the next runs of that figure maybe you know correct the issues that are causing it to be so uh sticky and static and locked up and you know re-release it maybe in the main line but with some you know fixes to what's going on with it and put it on a mandalorian card and yep. so gives you you know one it's in the main line two it's uh it's different enough for people to at least pick up another one if they want a, a different card i don't know that's just me spitballing an idea here at 6 30 in the morning about broken action figures that shouldn't be broken yeah so no that's that's totally valid i mean you'd obviously get some people that go oh you know what this figure again repack it you know another repack you know but uh yeah, yeah. oh not that i want them to repack it again no. just <laughs> trying to think pragmatically here but with hasbro i know they've they've said many times that walmart is a valued retail partner yeah okay we get that because it's a huge mega retailer uh but they've proven time and time again that with these exclusives which you know, I know people have mixed feelings on exclusives, but we've we've talked about that all before where exclusives are a necessary part of the line. And, you know, without them, we wouldn't have a lot of the diversity that we have in the line, especially at this point uh, where we've been kind of limping along to, to get more and more. Uh, but, you know, what can Hasbro do to ensure that their product can survive the rough, awful handling of their valued partner. Um, you know, is it charging an, an extra dollar or two to put them in an extra shipper to put in a box? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, as I say, it's, you know, being in the UK, it's not something that I'm exposed to really. Uh, we don't really have these, uh, you know, what you call big box retailers that, 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 that are essentially, you know convenience stores but also have a toy aisle and an online presence and whatever so you know we get our figures from specialist toy uh people you know so uh websites and stuff so and, and always have really um well ever since toys r us went anyway but um yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the clamshell idea from going back to the uh, VOTC and uh, Vintage Saga collection, I think that's a non-starter, really, because they're actually trying to reduce plastics. I was going to say that would be so going the opposite direction. That, that's probably not 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 going to happen. Um, that is probably the best the best solution, but it won't happen. Um, they, they, they've just got, I think, you know, Hasbro have just got to say, look, you know, if we're going to be doing these exclusives with you, You've got to treat this as a as a collectible, and many many people that are going to be off uh, ordering this from you are expecting it in the mintest of condition as possible. You know these are collectors of something that you know they're not going to they they're not all going to be opening the figure, so you know. So I think I think that relationship has just got to improve, um, because as you say, we don't want to um put these big companies off from investing in the vintage collection because this is what we've been fighting for you know we want them to invest more i mean it, just look at the sheer amount of walmart exclusives this year where there's there's 10 of them so far announced for that uh 
uh, 50th anniversary thing with the six Clone Wars figures and uh, uh, oh, sorry, 12 of them. Math. Uh, six Clone Wars figures and the, the, the two waves of three of the original trilogy figures. That's great. Like, yeah, we want we want Walmart to have confidence in this, to be excited to see, you know, Hasbro offer them a product and be like, oh, yes, we want more of this product. But they need to follow through in that. And it's, you know, of course, for openers and also like, oh, they're toys open. them, Yeah. But as you said, not everybody does. And also the packaging is part of the product. Uh, yeah. You're not going to give someone a gift of just like a mangled action figure too, yeah. if you're buying it for someone else. Uh, I know I always feel weird sending people non-mint figures when they, like they'll ask for them. And even when they ask for them, I still feel weird yeah. <laughs> sending those out. It, like you said, I, I definitely hope that Hasbro can find ways to communicate with Walmart or find ways to, you know, unfortunately whatever i think is going to happen it will end up with the uh the cost is going to be passed along to the consumer is i think the unfortunate reality of that so but what was the uh prototype boba fett was shipped in that little white box but then it was also shipped inside an, another box right yeah the, the prototype fett from v, uh, tvc 1.0 yeah and the uh, rocket firing fett yeah well I, I think i think some of those people got the the white box with their address address on it i think like a label was stuck on it but i think other people other companies may have put that box within a within another box i mean that could be a way of doing it because those those boxes are quite sturdy mm-hmm. those white, and they're not plastic so no but when it comes to exclusives like you know sitting here in the uk <laughs> exclusives don't really affect me because we get them from all the same place but as far as the health of the line goes i i want more ex- i probably get slammed for this but i, I <laughs> want more exclusives if you look at the black series they have walgreens uh best buy uh gamestop all three of those do not currently do exclusives in in the vintage collection we've only got walmart and target now walmart and target are massive but I would love it if those other three, for example, would, you know, treat the, the vintage collection as something that's, that's worth stocking as much as they do the, the Black Series because it just shows the health in the line. They want to invest in that kind of thing. Now, it's not great for consumers, I know, having to go here, there and everywhere for a figure and hope that it arrives intact. And so long as they can sort out the, you know, the shipping issue then I'm all for these these companies because it, as I say it just it just shows that they're interested in the line and it it must be in in a healthy place for them to do that. Oh totally. I I, I completely agree with you on that front. I know it it may be a hot take for some but I I do agree that every time I see more exclusives minus the part where my heart sinks of oh my god what condition is this going to arrive in and how hard is this going to be to obtain? it's yes more product this is this is more it's it's coming not at the expense of anything it is purely expanding on the line and showing retail partner faith in this line so i it's good when we see more exclusives revealed it's just the frustrating part of trying to find them or trying to get them or trying to get them in good condition which is i think where people kind of roll it all together of uh exclusives are the worst yeah um i know as a uh recovering black series collector i will say <laughs> that um 
you know, the exclusives, I think to at a point, too many exclusives does get detrimental. I mean, I think the Black Series is mainly exclusives at this point anymore. And that, I think it went all the way back around again to just being frustrating. When everything's exclusive, nothing is exclusive, and it only makes things really just difficult to to track down, especially within the age of all these lightning fast pre-orders um, that may or may not get fulfilled even. So yeah, I think you're absolutely right about the black series in in in, the, in what's happened there, and um, it was part of why I jumped out of collecting but, it. But really, yeah, and and yeah, I can I can see why that would be totally frustrating, but from my point of view where the vintage collection currently sits at it's almost like a growth thing i I almost want it to get to that point because then it's on a level a level playing field um yeah uh, yeah but you're right you know when something's when you've got too many exclusives then it's nothing's exclusive anymore so um but yeah you know we've campaigned for more and we're getting more we are Uh, that's and i mean credit to folks such as yourself and you know bantha skull the facebook group victoria's cantina uh you know uh forgive me if i'm forgetting anybody else i know there's tons of them out there too many to name but that's just you know you guys have been uh campaigning on the forefront of all this stuff and i know us here at swtvc have been doing that as well and trying to keep up of you know we want more product that's been the through line that's why we're all here isn't it is asking for more and and I think it's it's encouraging to see, yes, uh, we are getting more of it, which actually does tie into uh, a great segue here into the next topic. Um, yeah, we don't we, we don't we don't want to spend too much on that, too much time on that, do we really? Yeah, bit, I know. Bit of a it's a depressing <laughs> subject, isn't it really? It's, it's a great way to start my day is over coffee and being sad about uh, awful, awful arrival of figures that are ending up to be disappointing. Um no, the uh, asking for uh, more here that that started roughly what we're in about the 18 month window here where we've actually really begun to be seeing a lot more change in how As- Hasbro approaches the vintage collection. You know, we've been seeing an increase of exclusives, more retailer faith. We've kind of seen some ebbs and flows of distribution issues, but things are generally beginning to hit uh, at least once, most places, at least in the U.S. Um, and there's still the the interest in the line is still growing. I, you've got, you know, people really excited about stuff. And we did get more, uh, despite the whole shipping crisis thing, on paper, we got more in 2021 than 2020. Uh, and there was obviously an effort for them to try to figure out ways to kind of get more product out there uh within the budget constraints that they had so we're kind of in that month or in that that time frame to see how the petitioning and the social uh social media efforts and you know the constant uh pressuring and not i don't want to say nagging but uh, all of our gentle reminders to hasbro that we're still here and collecting and want more so it's it's going to be interesting to see from this point out uh, how their approach has really changed, if they've made good on it, you know, if the budget is maybe going to be uh, tweaked a little bit moving forward. And, you know, if each year we'll keep seeing more and more product, uh, but couple that up with the 18 month window, you know, it's 18 months from now. Uh, well, a little more than that, but Return of the Jedi 40. Yeah. And of course, it was the year of um, The Empire Strikes Back where we were really 
really annoyed because mm-hmm. the, the Black Series got an awful lot of products celebrating that um, anniversary and we, we really got enough all. So um, I really do hope that um, they respect that, if that's the right word, I guess, but at least, you know, at least sort of put something out to celebrate it would be nice. Um, I, I've got a feeling that we're going to be stuck for the next two, three years with n- new media, which is which is absolutely fine because, of course, when the Obi-Wan series drops and when the Book of Boba Fett drops, you know, the reason we've been campaigning, or one of the reasons is because when those things drop, we, we want to see the figures like the Black series get. So um, it may have been a little bit too late for the Bad Batch, for example, with the, with the the campaigning that we did um hopefully we'll we will still see those so when it comes to the return of the jedi i guess it if it's you know how they sort of handle that in a, in a in a year where there's going to be a lot of new media as well yeah you know i'd, I'd kind of like i would like to see them treat it um like like they did the black series for empire of having, you know, on the Kenner card backs, but they were a like, you know, a, a subline, the, the empire strikes back 40th was a subline, just kind of like the Lucasfilm 50 stuff are, you know, extra, uh, uh, extra, uh, things for the vintage collection. But I would like to see, you know, for me, I think it'd be interesting, even if some of them have to be repacks of figures that we already have. Um, I'd like to see maybe them do a run of, you know, uh, six, eight figures from Return of the Jedi, but on a Power of the Force card back. Uh, I, I think that would be interesting. It's a tough one, though, because Return of the Jedi, if there's any movie that I, I have faith in Hasbro paying attention to, it's Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, that movie, I think, is the best represented in the three and three quarter inch scale, definitely in the vintage collection. Oh, the majority yeah. of By OT far, figures think, are Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah, it's not even close think it's you know almost double uh, yeah. the next uh, movie after it i i don't know i i hope and that's kind of why we're talking about it right now is to kind of get this out into the ether of get folks kind of thinking about that where we are coming up on the the planning window for hasbro for return of the jedi 40 so you know what do what do we want to see as vintage collection uh, collectors what are we hoping to see what do we what do we kind of want to voice to hasbro so like for me, I, I would love to see new, new figures always. I would also love to see some creative, you know, retools and partial tools. And I already mentioned them, maybe the power of the force card back variants for some of them. Yeah. Um, maybe vehicles, but I don't know. How about you? Well, to start with, there's two figures from the legacy collection, which are extremely expensive to get hold of, which I'm pretty sure everyone would have loved to have had um, the year the barge came out and the Jabba's palace playset came out. And that's the, uh, Jiran, uh, Rancor Keeper's mate, you know. Yeah. Then you've got, of course, the Rancor Keeper, which I think will come anyway, uh, maybe even before the anniversary, you know, because um, if they're interested in continuing the, the finishing the 96, for example, that's one where hopefully they've still got the the mold for it. Um, and and the, uh, the Nikto Gunner as well from that legacy collection. I think both of both Jiran and the Nikto Gunner from that line, perfectly acceptable figures, great figures and um, get those back out there. You know, they're so expensive on the secondary market. I was very lucky to get them myself and 
on vintage cards. I think they look very nice. Um, I, I'm maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm always up for more Ewoks. I've got a little sort of army of Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. I, I so. love them. I, I don't think that's a hot take, Tim. I think everybody will pretty much agree with you. More Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, loads of different Ewoks. Um, you know, they're giving us Tebow from that Toys R Us. Was it a five pack? I think. I'm not too sure if there's any others in that pack that are that are as articulated as as Tebow is. I think they might be the sort of older mold of like um, like Romba and Grack from the from the 30th anniversary. But I'm always up for seeing more Ewoks. Of course, we want the speeder bike, but I'd hope again. I hope that we get that before before then. You know, um, especially as they just need to paint it white and put it out in the mandalorian as well so yeah there's 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 a lot to there's a lot to think about in return of the jedi you've obviously got the 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 first act of jabbers which there's just countless figures that you could think of and then obviously you've got the endor battle which is all your ewoks new scout trooper maybe again that's another another uh one that i think they should do from the ground up yeah i I think uh, I was just uh, running it through my brain. Uh, I would love a reissue of Salacious Crumb and the Mouse Droid so that I could <laughs> finally get those for less than two thousand uh, yeah. dollars. Good God, the amount of times I've almost made a horrible financial mistake just for those two little mini figures has—it's getting dangerous for me, Tim. Those, especially since officially those are my two last numbered figures that i need for my tvc 1.0 collection but uh I, 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 I find it bizarre that they were numbered i think that's a bad yeah. that's a not that's a naughty move that it is i mean even not numbered my ocd i would still want them just kind of like i don't have the rocket firing fet uh he's vcp one or vcp03 yeah uh, i don't count that as regular number but i still really want him as well uh i think he's the only only other one that i'm missing of a single card from 1.0 but i'd love to see you know even just a even if it's a silly fan channel reissue of just those two mini cards uh with maybe just enough difference in the cards so that you know it's not going to affect the value of the 1.0 at all those are still going to always be so dang expensive uh but i would love to be able to at least get my hands on the numbers just just put them so. on the return of the jedi card instead of the revenge there you go Job look at done. that you solved the problem yeah. <laughs> um that and i also would love to see the the spirits the four spirits uh yeah. for the return of the jedi 40th i would love to see uh anakin uh with two head sculpts i would love to have i would love for him to be able to come with uh the hayden and the uh sebastian shaw head sculpts i think that would be great with a variant card back maybe uh of you know one is hayden one is uh uh shaw i think that would be very fun i would love to hunt those down i'd love to order them i just would love to look at them um yeah and then obi-wan and yoda of course I, i i those are my three i think biggest wants to see uh for the 40th so yeah that's a great idea and i've touched on this sort of thing before in terms of like just mixing up a little bit and making the line almost fun to collect again you know and some people may not think it's fun like thinking oh i've got to hunt these down and i'm never going to get them but that's almost kind of the fun of it as well and just having like something different in, in in the line and what you said there about the anakin 
you know i never actually thought about that you know just swap the heads off or you know and then have a different card back they've, they've done different card backs in the past um the senate guard for example um they changed i just that, got they? i just got the second one of those yeah and... I, I i recently got the close close-up version of it as well so um yes yeah, so they've done they've done that sort of thing in the past so so for a figure like that it makes that makes perfect sense you know yeah. Um, and if if you aren't a carded collector, you still only need to buy one because you get the head because you get the, the separate head. So exactly. Um, but for carded collectors, it would be very nice to have you know the Sebastian Shaw and the Hayden Christensen. But that'd be cool. Yeah, I I would I would be over the moon for that one. Or uh, I don't know that that's just been something I've been kind of kicking around in my head for quite a while. Uh, I think I did. I used to do top tens on my uh, Instagram profile. Uh, every week for Wishlist Wednesday, uh, which we still do on SWTVC, uh, not as much these days since uh, I'm doing the podcast. But uh, I, I believe Anakin, uh, Force Ghost Anakin, I think he was my number one for the Return of the Jedi week of what I wanted, and I got some good feedback on that. I wouldn't mind a um, a, a Yoda's hut as well because I, I love the original Kenner line, and that was one of the best play sets that you could you could get had lots of little sort of play features and everything on it um okay you've only you only need two or three characters to be there but that's that's fine i think it'd look you know given the vintage collection treatment i think that could look quite good you know definitely i well i'm glad that you mentioned that i it's almost like you read my mind or outline of what we're going to be talking about uh, what i want to talk about next so let's dive into it because uh, this month on SWTVC, we're uh, doing a focus on playsets of, you know, asking asking our followers and folks in the community what they want to see in terms of playsets. You know, what are their top five most wanted? Uh, what do you want to see, especially with since Hasbro's kind of proved that they they are willing to dip their toes in the water of the playset arena? Um you said Yoda's hut. I, that's, that's definitely one that I've seen on people's lists so far. I think we're only a few days into asking for people to submit these lists. And, uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask you, you know, what are, what are your top five playset wants? Yeah. Um, it's, it's difficult because I think the playsets that they've brought out so far have been a couple of hits and one miss with, with me. Um, I, I didn't really rate the, um carbon freezing chamber i thought they could have done done that a lot better for what it is and in terms of um almost being like a diorama place to put your figures with a light underneath it sets the scene but i think yeah it didn't hit home with me that one it was a bit spindly i didn't think it i didn't think it had the quality that the vintage collection should have um i thought the jabba's palace one was great um and the the tanti four was was my favorite one because i think that's just an iconic uh scene and i think they nailed that one pretty well i mean i i only personally need one of those really to have on the shelf rather than trying to create this sort of little citadel of corridors or whatever but yeah <laughs> um, i think it just looks good on the shelf with the one with the one wall and you can have you know the stormtroopers and vader coming in or however you want that set up um so yeah, in terms of new ones, yeah, Yoda's Hut is definitely up there. I would like to see that the Cantina, and this is this is the problem with the Cantina because I wouldn't just want like a little 
uh, alcove with a couple of seats where Han sits opposite Greedo, for example. I'd want, and and, and maybe a part of the bar. You know, if, if they're going to do the cantina, I want them to do the full cantina. And that for me would have to be, would have to be a HasLab. I don't think they could do that any other way. No. Same with the Death Star. That's another one that I would like. And again, there's so many scenes within the Death Star that I, I would like them to concentrate on. I, I, I struggle to picture it in my mind how they would actually accomplish it. You know, you can think of maybe a, a quite high thing like the, the original vintage one with, with multiple levels, or maybe they spread it out and you, you join bits on or whatever. Again, it's not something that I envy them trying to sort of design. Um, you're never going to be able to please everyone with, with that either. Um, so that's 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 my three main ones. Um, I would also like them to, um, for like a smaller playset, with the Return of the Jedi coming up, I would like them to redo the bunker, perhaps. Yes. So you could have that whole attack on the bunker. Um, Maybe put a new uh, Endor Han in there. <laughs> yep, that would be nice. Yep. <laughs> all new, not... All, all new, yeah. And also yeah. the... Um, the uh, the, the rebel commando in his green jumpsuit rather than the one with the camo that yeah. would be a pretty cool figure to do um maybe maybe he could be the packing i don't know that, there you go yeah. hasbro i'm doing your work for you there you go boom market got, research uh, army, the army, end. army builder uh, rebel <laughs> commando in a in a bunker indoor bunker set. that'd be pretty cool an obscene amount of those just for the figures but also uh like the like the tantive tantive four i really want I don't want John to yell at me later when he listens to this. I have to say it both ways. Um, <laughs> I bought an obscene amount of those. It's insane. I think I have 12 now. But yeah, I, I know the Endor bunker. I'd only need one of the bunker, really, but I'd probably end up getting like four or five. So just because I'd be so excited about it. Uh, I Not that I can afford it. Good God. <laughs> I'm no. not going to eat that month, but... I mean, the Power of the Force one isn't bad, but I think if the Vintage Collection did it, you know, it could weather it up a lot better. You know, the doors yeah. could actually work in a certain way maybe have the, the the two double doors where they sort of yeah you know um good way of getting out uh the uh r2d2 with the pop-up lightsaber as well on that card with the with the uh where he gets shot by that endor bunker he's he was actually in a video that i did recently about finishing the 96 which i must say actually while i'm on i've got to thank uh john uh your john linquist for providing me with some awesome uh concept art uh, card box. Oh, I, I can't get enough of his yeah, cards, man. Yeah, you're, you're uh, at both, the vintage concepts for listeners. Yeah, at the vintage concepts. Yeah, you're both good. You're both good at them. So, um, yeah, you. I'm using those in my video. So he 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 um he was talked about in the first episode, I think. So you know, of course, we've had VC25, um, which does have a pop up lightsaber and all that, but he's on the wrong card back for me. So, um, so the fifth place set. I don't know. It's it's difficult. Um, I, I I would I would maybe go towards a Luke Homestead stroke Obi Wan's Homestead, something like that, something from the original Star Wars. Um, not really a lot you can do with that, but I'm kind of getting more into sort of like just setting the scene and having, you know, that kind of thing, rather than it having maybe like play features. Essentially, that's why I like the Tanti Four like all it all it's got is sliding doors it doesn't really do anything but it's just about setting yeah. the scene and you can put it on your shelf and make it look make it look awesome you know 
yeah, I that's I think that's been the appeal for me as well with uh with the hallway play set. And I honestly hadn't even considered uh like uh Ben Kenobi's hut uh or the Lars Homestead, but thinking about it, I would honestly really love uh, you know, a little uh, display set, as I think they've been uh, dubbed, of maybe uh, the Lars homestead or like, you know, one side of it or whatever, so that we can set the scene. Because, you know, think about it, the the Lars homestead is something that is a through line throughout all three trilogies yeah. uh, of Star Wars. And I, you, you know, you'd have a lot of possibilities for that. And, you know, one of the uh, six Rise of Skywalker figures that we have in total would uh, would go with that playset as well if you wanted to vary things up a little bit. I mean, they've done them before in the Legacy Collection and, you know, but they're obscenely expensive on the secondary market. And of course, they're over 10 years old now. So it's something that they could revisit, put in a vintage style box and um you know as i say with 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 the quality that the vintage collection is supposed to be so yeah. we're not talking about tuscan the, raider excluded yeah tuscan <laughs> raider and carbon freezing chamber excluded yeah um you know they i think they could make something pretty decent of those yeah i you know those are excellent choices tim i some i didn't even consider but yeah i i i I definitely am curious, especially, you know, I wish Hasbro luck with the um, Rancor uh, Black Series HasLab. Uh, but, you know, you know, as vintage fans, we're always looking to the future, never paying attention <laughs> to where we're at right now. Um, I, I, I'm, I can't stop thinking about what the next TVC HasLab could be, especially, you know, congrats to Steve Evans and the Marvel team on Galactus for a smashing success with that. You know, they, they took the, took the crown from the razor crest uh, in terms of backer number. Um, so yeah, as soon as that happened, just kind of thinking, and I, you know, I, I think uh, Steve Evans had even mentioned that he's, you know, uh, already trying to brainstorm, even though he's not on the Star Wars team. He's like, what can I tell my friends over on the Star Wars team? Like some ideas they could throw out there. Mm. Um, I, I think it's great to, for us to always be thinking about these things and continuing what you do with your channel and what we've been doing, uh, you know, making our desires known so that, because Hasbro kind of for a while was acting like, we were a total mystery to them. Like, Oh, what do you guys want? You guys only want OT, right? Or, yeah. you know, you don't want this, this, and this, or uh, you don't want new figures, right? It's like, what we're telling you exactly what would sell. Uh, you know, we're telling you exactly what we want to see in the line, exactly what we want to get. So I'm encouraged with some of the things we've gotten and I'm hoping that kind of continues. They, they often say, don't they, on these Q and A's, um, and even on the live streams, I think they've said that they believe that the Black Series audience is different to the to the to the vintage collection, and they want to, you know, mix the figures a bit up so that you don't really get the same things in the same lines. And that's, I can see where they're coming from from that, but I I don't think that the audiences are that far away from each other. I think Black Series collectors, a lot of them used to collect three point seven five, yeah, they were they were like almost forced to to collect six inch, so they still want and need the same things. And I think when new media comes out, both lines should be treated exactly the same. I wholeheartedly agree. When it comes to your background characters, then yeah, then the vintage collection may want a, a, a Velcan Tazeri, for example, which I know John Miko has been rightly campaigning oh, yeah. for. 
Um, he's the he's the one that we're missing from the skiff. Um, may that probably wouldn't do as well in the black series, and that might be an obvious thing. But he, when you're talking about the main characters, I don't think they can say, and I, I really don't know where they've got this from. You know that you know the vintage collection collectors wouldn't want the bad batch or the rebels figures because yeah, i just or think kylo ren <laughs> yeah because i just think that's like it's 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 it's, it's new media we, we're gonna want that stuff you know it's just impossible to think why we wouldn't you know yeah there's literally no reason you know i i think you had a good point there of what uh, you know, the there's not the difference is not that big in terms of what people want figure wise from, you know, both. I think the biggest difference between Black Series and Vintage Collection, and correct me if I'm wrong, is how people collect, how these collectors uh, collect things where with Vintage Collection, you know, there's more folks likely to be compelled to be completists to at least get one of something, even if it doesn't uh, you know, interest them or it isn't from their favorite media, they'll likely still pick it up uh, at some point. Um, whereas with the Black Series, you see a lot of people focus on smaller subsets, uh, just getting, you know, a lot of a lot of collectors of the Black Series just love the clones. And that's about it for them. Uh, background characters, they're like, ah, pass. Or, you know, they'll they'll pass on they'll pass on things uh, full stop. Whereas three and three quarter inch collectors, since it's more of a uh continuous legacy thing we're always looking for what we can add to our collections uh i i believe i don't know i was yeah, just thinking I mean, about you're that you're always going to get people going i'm not interested in rebels figures or or any animated figures you know they're just not their thing but i think there's enough people that are to to warrant to warrant making them so i, I think it's uh, you know broad statements of you know um vintage collection essentially are you know because it's on that vintage card they must be of a certain age which means they're primarily want the ot and that may yeah. be true partly but i also think there's a large as you say you know i i was born in 76 i grew up with the original trilogy but i love the clone wars i love the bad batch i love rebels and i, I i'd love all of those figures so and, and i know i know chris uh from Banter Scholars often talked about the echo chamber of collectors and you know I'm I'm saying things and to other collectors other hardcore collectors and they agree with me and maybe the wider the wider audience might not so that there is that but yeah it's it's just it's just that 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 sort of broad statement about the the black series collectors want different things I don't think it's too far I don't think the gap's too far I think that pretty much covers most of what I wanted to chat with you about. Um, is there anything else that you kind of want to throw out there into the ether? Anything you want to cover that we didn't? Not really. Just looking forward to, um, obviously, I don't know when you're actually going to be putting this episode out, but obviously I'm looking forward to Fan First Wednesday or whatever it is. So if the listeners are listening now and it's already happened, I apologize. Woohoo, wasn't it great what we got? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what a great set of <laughs> reveals and or pre-orders to add to the pile. Yeah. No, I hope I hope that's good. And yeah. Um PulseCon really hoping for some pipeline Book of Boba Fett stuff. I mean Me too. We know that Fennec Shan's in it and we know that Boba Fett's in it. So at least say yeah. that they're coming and when they're coming you know well tim thank you again for 
for sitting down. Um, for the for the listeners out there who don't know you, which would be absolutely, a, I would be embarrassed if anybody was listening to this and didn't know who you were. Uh, but Tim, if you want to go ahead and throw some plugs out there for uh, your stuff and things that you're up to. Uh, well, yeah, it's Bosk's Bounty on every platform, really. YouTube, Bosk's Bounty, <laughs> uh, Instagram and Twitter is the main two places that I, I hang out, really. Um, got Facebook as well, Facebook page. But yeah, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the videos. I, um, I'll do my best to relay the information that I that I have and put some ideas for future stuff and and what have you. So yeah, and just keep banging the drum. Hell yeah, man! Well, Tim, thank you. I appreciate you, and I uh, you are welcome back anytime. And I I can't wait to be able to chat with you outside of this when it comes to. Uh, uh, PulseCon and uh, all that stuff as uh, over the coming months as we as we hopefully learn more and have some more things to be looking forward to. Awesome. Yeah, well thanks for having me mate. That's I appreciate it. Always. Many thanks again to Tim for setting aside some time to talk TVC with me. Uh, be sure that you go check out his channel, Bosk's Bounty, on YouTube if you haven't already, uh, as well as his site and, well, all the other social media. The dude is amazing. Uh, he's churning out videos constantly, uh, high production values. They are always super informative and fun to watch. So please, please, please go follow what he's up to. You're not going to regret it. Um, at the time of this episode dropping, which is Monday, September 13th, submissions are still open on our SWTVC Instagram for our latest giveaway. Uh, I'll make sure to share the post uh, in the story that has all the details, and I'll keep that posted for the next couple days until the entry period is closed. Uh, the gist is that you send us a list of your top five most wanted playsets in TVC, uh, like what uh, Tim and I chatted about in our talk this week. Uh, and we count that as an entry for one of three grand prizes. Oh, and shamelessly, if you go and give the podcast a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, be sure to take a screenshot, send it to me as a message on my Instagram account, which is at milehighground, uh, and that'll count as a bonus entry. Uh, last bit of housekeeping here. Support small businesses. I know you don't need to be told that over and over again. Anyways, go make sure that you have your pre-orders in for the hot new Emperor Lando wave of TVC over at ctocollectibles.com. Mia and Grant are beyond stellar. They treat every order with the love and care that Walmart doesn't. Seriously, it's collectors helping collectors. Every TVC order ships in a figure shield by default, uh, and even then they're almost disturbingly well packaged on top of that. Uh, doesn't hurt that they also are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Uh, be sure to use the promo code SWTVC10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Again, that is CTOcollectibles.com. Uh, anyways, I think that's it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. Uh, as always, keep 375 alive. Back TVC. Balance of the Scales Hasbro, finish the 96, and may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>